Welcome everyone to the Reinvent Relevance podcast, where we dive headfirst into what it takes to move your career from where you are to where you want to be. We call this reinventing your relevance, embracing the winds of change to do the work worth doing. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, and joining us today is Carol Eckerly of the Image Impact Group. Carol, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate the invitation and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, when we brought Carol on today to talk about image, because we, we think of image in a job interview, we think of image in the workplace, but we don't necessarily always put all the pieces together. So that's why we got a professional, because <laughs> that's what we like to do at Merrifield is get a professional opinion on this thing and share it with you. So we're going to talk about image today. What sort of image do you present as a job seeker, a job, somebody looking for a promotion, somebody looking for to get the next gig? Yeah. Carol, let's talk a little bit. Let's start off with the basics. Image, how, how does that differ from, uh, how does it go beyond just the way you dress and your appearance? Yeah, so there's actually, it's, we call it the ABCs of image. And really what it contains is your appearance, your behavior, your communication, and now your digital presence. So okay. there's a lot of different funnels within the topic of image. And you have to remember that your image is absolutely part of your personal brand. That's okay. kind of the foundation there. Yeah, because they're going to see you. It's kind of like with, with food. You know, and They say you eat with your eyes first before you ever taste the food. Oh, the food yeah. can be lousy, but, but you, you see it on the plate. And you know, human beings, we, we tend to, <laughs> if, one, if one thing's out of whack, if you, you know, have you know, bad body odor, it might, you might look great, but if you smell bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, that, you know, you're, yeah. you're so right. And you and I had talked previously, and, and you were talking about the four-legged stool, which I thought was such a great analogy. If, if one leg is missing, you know, it tips, it lifts, it doesn't, it doesn't sit right. And that's what happens with your image. If you're missing something, um, you know, and we're not talking about perfection here, because I want to be really clear. This yeah. is not about perfection. As a matter of fact, it's really the opposite. It's embracing yeah. who you are and mm -hmm. maximizing, maximizing your expertise and maximizing your, um, you know, all that's all that's great and different about you, but being very intentional and careful about um, how you yeah. do it. Yeah, I love that word intentional. I, I don't I don't care for authentic, but it, it it's yeah. a word. Everyone uses it. Intentional authenticity, something completely different. Mm -hmm. That's that confidence that, yeah. that that exudes off of you when you're when you're not aggressive, uh, but mm -hmm. you're assertive about who you are. I mean, this yeah. is just who I yeah. am. And if you you don't want to work with me, don't work with me. <laughs> right, right. So so tell me, no, tell me uh, this intention and authenticity. And I think of authenticity, I think of somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk mm -hmm. dro drops a lot of F-bombs. He, he's very brash, very, very hyper in his style, but he's also a marketer. So mm -hmm. does he have an intentionality, you'd say, in, in what he, the message he's presenting? He's very consistent and very mm -hmm. polished in a lot of ways. And in other ways, you go, wow. Uh, but that's what is appealing about him. So is yeah. that sort of what you're going for here? Yeah, you know, everybody's going to go, to, you know, get there from a, a different route, right? So that would not be my comfort zone. When I'm in the company of my family or my friends, maybe that's my comfort zone. For, but for me to talk that way in front of clients, probably not where I'm comfortable. But, but I really like Gary Vanderchuk and I like that he feels free to do that. And he has hit a lot of people. The thing you need to remember is that First of all, we're all we're all unique, right? We all yeah. have our different ways of expressing ourselves and being comfortable with ourselves. 
And when we feel that comfort, that's where that confidence comes up. You also have to be really tuned into who your client is. So, um, and who your audience is, I guess, is more, more the word than client because it's your audience, your prospects that you're looking for and whether that prospect is a company that you're interviewing with or a prospect that you're trying to get business from, all different things. Mm-hmm. And intention gives you the ability to use your authenticity, right? And yeah. to yeah. package it in a way uh, that it speaks clearly the message that you want the, uh, you know, your audience to hear. I always say you're a billboard for your company. What they mm. see, what they hear, what they yeah. read speaks volumes, speaks volumes. And really when we get down to this, it's about first impressions. And first impressions mm. happen at the drop of a hat. Yes, yes. Drop of a hat. So what they yeah. see is what they remember. What they hear is what they remember. And, and confirmation bias is rearing its ugly head. And you know we're making decisions about people without without a lot of knowledge, with very mm-hmm. little knowledge. Oh so, yeah, we, yeah we, we, wanna, we always say we want to do business with people like us or that mm-hmm. we like, and frequently those people think, act, dress, song, sound, talk, move, walk, just like us, and that's not mm-hmm. necessarily the best idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think sometimes it's better to surround yourself with people that aren't just like you, because that's where yeah. creativity and connections really blossom. When you can listen and hear and learn from somebody that doesn't mm-hmm. mirror you, I mean, how glorious is that? Oh, it's great. But, you know, but it, ta- it, takes, um, it takes some skill to do that. And again, who are you attracting? People are naturally going to be attracted to certain types of people. That doesn't mean they're attracted to a mirror image. It just means that there's something that somebody has that makes them feel comfortable and confident. And when it all boils down, we're all a, a problem solver. So even if you're looking for a friend, you're looking for a friend because your problem is that you're lonely or you're bored or you, you know, you need a little something, um, you know, you need somebody to go and, you know, play tennis with or whatever the problem is, you're looking for that solution. When you're looking for a job, you're looking for a paycheck, you're looking for a career, you're looking for satisfaction in, um, and commitment that will make you rise above and make you feel really, really comfortable. So who can solve your problem? Who is your problem solver? Problem solvers come in all different packages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say that's what a resume says. What problem can I solve? Yeah. (laughs) And, and again, it takes all types of people and having a diverse uh, array of people uh, and having worked in technology for uh, many decades before starting into career counseling, yeah. Trust me, I, I I was I was one of the wackadoos. <laughs> it took it took a long time to you know that creativity was often at odds with with some of the engineering types who were a lot more buttoned down. Um, well, let's let's go on then. The interview that's what I know. A lot of people will be tuning in and mm-hmm. thinking about business casual seems to be the norm these days. They actually make dress sweatpants, as I understand it, uh, <laughs> but. How do you dress for an interview in 2020, even if it's a Zoom interview? Uh, is it better to be overdressed or, than underdressed? What, what are the general rules of thumb you should follow? I'm going to tell you that it's always better to be overdressed to a certain extent than underdressed. Remember, you are trying to have somebody see you again as a solution. And, and many times, you're, you know, we've got people that are looking for leadership roles. And if you're not presenting yourself like a leader, why would they think of you as a leader? 
You have to be seen as a leader before you're thought of as a leader, first of all. The other thing is to no matter what dress code level you're at, it's the fit of what you're wearing. It's the quality. It's the, you know, is it neat and tidy? Is it clean? <laughs> you know, um, does it, does it send the right message? I will tell you right now, I've got a, a leather, a faux leather jacket on right now. I would never go and interview at a traditional based company in this jacket. I just wouldn't do it. I don't think it would read correctly, but my job is to have creative solutions for my clients. I want you to see me as creative and dynamic and um, a little bit outside the box. I need, mm. I need my clients to see me that way. You have to decide what you want people to remember about you and kind mm. of reverse engineer it, if you would. So mm -hmm. if you need to be seen as trustworthy, are you dressing with yeah. that in mind? If you need to be seen as romantic, are you, you know, dressing with that in mind? If you need to be seen as creative, showing up in a very structured blue suit probably isn't going to do it. Now, that doesn't mean that the foundation yeah. has to be that way. It could be just, um, you know, accessories. So, you know, I've got mm -hmm. some kind of fun, funky jewelry on right now. If I threw on a pair of pearls, it would change the tone and the, and the message of what I'm wearing, even with a leather jacket on. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. getting creative. But fit, fit, fit is what you want mm -hmm. to make sure to have. Make sure things are in good shape. Do a little research, research that company, see what you find on their website. How are people dressing? We're on LinkedIn, right? Go on mm -hmm. LinkedIn, do some investigative work. And remember, dressing a, a step above is, is always a better idea than dressing a step below. They need to yeah. see you in the position which you're going for. Exactly. And then that, that goes beyond just the interview dressing and the interview yourself, but your social media as well, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, because I see so many, I've seen profile pictures of people in baseball caps, and I'm like, I, okay, that sends a message. It doesn't send the message right. you want it to. <laughs> well, you know, and if, if but, that's what they're, yeah. you know, your profile picture should be a representation yeah. of who they're going to see on a daily basis. So if yeah. if your whole persona is baseball cap and you sell baseball caps, wear a baseball yeah. cap. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. A Harley Davidson salesperson is going to dress differently than an IBM salesperson. <laughs> so quite possibly. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and moving, uh, let's, let's dive a little deeper into that. Then moving online, you know, life has moved into zoom, uh, into yeah. zoom mode <laughs> and Microsoft teams. We're living online. Has that changed uh, the way we should approach our personal image on a daily basis and, and on a, a longer form basis. And because we're loving also an Instagram and Facebook and you know, yeah. these are extensions of us. Tell, tell me a little bit about how that, how that has changed. Things. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, we, we live in a Brady Bunch square right now, you know, so <laughs> making sure that your background really reflects who you are. It has become, oh, I just read an article too, about um, how interviewers are really considering, and maybe, maybe Jason, maybe you guys even um, posted this, they're looking at backgrounds as part of your interview, which is a little scary yeah. and a little intimidating because there's a lot of times where people just don't have the finances to create something behind them. This is just a room that I have all the time. Yeah. I'm very lucky that it worked out for me. Mm -hmm. If you don't have um, something that really speaks to, um, you know, who you are, what you do, mm -hmm. a, a, a very basic wall will do the trick. Yeah. It's better than having, um, you know, a Windex, you know, can over here and an open door and, um, you know, yeah. your laundry hanging up. So be clean it up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so you have <laughs> yeah. to be cognizant of, you know, of the little window that we, we now call, you know, 
home. <laughs> and this then the other terrible. thing is, yeah. it was that, you know, this was happening even before uh, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of the first things that happens is that when we hear a name, we get online and we start Googling and whatever yeah. comes up is our first impression. That's the, that's what we have to use to make a first impression. So understanding that again, your posts, what do your posts look like visually? What do mm -hmm. they say? What is, you know, what is the verbiage that's being used? What pictures are yeah. you using? Again, I don't, this is not about, yeah. you know, being a hundred percent, um, you know, perfect all the time because guess what that doesn't even exist uh, we're <laughs> it's a bad thing to aspire for again, an intentional yeah. word you know yeah. bring back intention and, and do the best that you can um, yeah. and be consistent be really consistent yeah i mean are you even posting on linkedin that, that says a lot about you right there when, when yeah. did you last tweet uh mm -hmm. and i oh, twitter uh it's better to shutter twitter than to not use it uh, and, and I, you know that personal opinion yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and that's, that's, it speaks also to the, your name. I mean, you have a very unique name. I have a very unique last name. Um, mm -hmm. easier to find than say John Smith or right. Jane Doe, right. uh, because you, you type those names into LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, you're going to find mm -hmm. a gazillion of them. Even if you think you have a, a fairly uncommon name, you'll find there's at least four or five other of you out there so yeah. uh you know that's very important i'll, I'll just remind everyone and this is this is me taking over for a minute yeah. linkedin make sure you change your url google how to change your linkedin public url to make it make your name findable off my soapbox yeah. going that, back that's such a good point <laughs> yeah. though jason because you know again when going back to google when you google yeah. usually linkedin is maybe the first second or third yeah. search result mm -hmm. and so that's how people are getting introduced is through linkedin so imagine if you you know First of all, they have to go through 50 John Smiths because they can't find you. And then they have to determine which one is you. And then when they find you, you there's no banner, there's no headshot, you know, or the headshot is you sailing, um, you know, and you don't sell sailboats and they can't see your face. It just adds to the confusion. And that's where communication, digital presence, behavior, your choices that you're making all make an impact on your image. Yes, it's a whole new world. So we're yeah. all getting used to it. So don't worry, everyone else is in the same boat we are, but some of us are doing better than others. Right, right, yeah. So, and now that that speaks to, you mentioned sailing and wearing ball caps. We've talked about that. We've sort of poked fun at it, but yeah. how do you remain uniquely you? Because I know that's, that's a trend, honestly. Mm -hmm. People want to express themselves individually. This is why people get piercings and tattoos. They want to express sure. themselves physically on their body. They want to have that with them forever. Uh, you know, some of us cut our hair really short or grow a beard. It's, <laughs> it's unique. And I, I've been told, well, you should shave your beard, mouth filed, because you don't look professional. Well, I enjoy it. So I like right. it. It expresses me. How do you walk that fine line? I, I think there's a couple things to keep in mind and, and you and you just hit the you know the nail on the head. It is a fine line and you have to determine what is important to you. What is important to you? Um, I'm trying to think how I how I can best phrase this. You need to remember that there is often a gap, a perception gap. So you may okay. think of yourself over here and the people that you're trying to connect with see you over here. That's a pretty big gap. Your, your job as a communicator is to try and fill that gap. Now, a couple of things can happen, right? You can either 
totally change yourself where you feel uncomfortable and it feels awful and 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 it's it's heavy weighs heavy on you but you can reach your goals over here you know to be with these people or you can say to yourself you know i'm going to change a little bit because it's going to make me feel really great and in doing so i think i can move these the needle over for this group of people so that there again you're authentic. You're, you're not moving totally over here. You're keeping your authenticity, but you're being yeah. intentional enough and, and you realize enough mm. that, that the movement has to come with um, two different ways. And again, being authentic can mean, like you said, cutting your hair short, maybe wearing some fun earrings. Maybe it's mm. that um, the way that you speak within your social media posts is more mm. conversational rather than um, you know professional. There's all different ways to do that. That's one of the favorite things that I do with my clients is to really unearth what they're all about so that when we are, you know, moving forward, we're moving forward. That makes sense. It makes sense yes. to them. They feel great. And it makes sense to their clients because they make, um, they make them feel really confident as well. Yes, exactly. And it's all about confidence at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And if you're too fake, if you're trying too hard to fake it till you make it, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's hard to keep up. I, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I think about uh, my my mother and my aunt are both from from Western Pennsylvania, and they grew up with a very thick, what's called a Pittsburgh Pittsburgh accent. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's very you know, and if any they my they both took elocution lessons so that they oh, would okay. get some of that out of them. Mm -hmm. uh, then my aunt then doubled down and put all sorts of Pennsylvania Dutch stuff everywhere because she was trying to say, hey, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Midwesterner. I'm from yeah. Pennsylvania and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but I don't talk like I'm from Pennsylvania. Right, right. So, you know, so that was that was interesting how she made that compromise. This was years ago even. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, and but yeah, it's it's hard to maintain that if it's fake, you know, that shines through. And that yeah, say, absolutely. You know, yeah. And and like I said earlier, it weighs heavy on you. It's it doesn't make you feel good. It's exhausting. Yes. It's truly exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, so, trying to yeah. be somebody you're not. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, final thoughts then. What sort of tips do you have for job seekers, people looking for that promotion, people trying mm -hmm. to get attention? What are some good what are some good tips and takeaways that, that we can give people today? Don't wait. Don't wait until you have the job to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward. I hear that a lot of times. Well, I don't have um, you know, I, I don't have the time or the money to invest in me. I just need to get a job. And when you really think about it, when you invest in yourself with time and money, a little, you know, and it does take those things yeah. and you get it right. Think of how much further you can go. Think of mm -hmm. how you'll stand out above the competition because they didn't take those steps. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about, you know, back in the day, I went to a temporary agency just to, you know, to get a job, but I walked in um, dressed like I meant it. And they had, a, they had an opening at the agency to work for them. And I was hired on the spot. And that was never my intention when I walked yeah. in there. I had no idea it was even a thing, <laughs> but because I, I, I went the extra mile because that, you know, I mean, to be frank, that's the way that we were taught growing up is that's what you do. Mm -hmm. um, it worked out. And, and that was an opportunity that I would have never even thought of to go for, but that's because fantastic. I was, I made myself open to the opportunity by the way that I presented myself, I was mm -hmm. ready to step up to it when it came. So that's what I hope for people to remember is that your first impressions allow you 
to step up to opportunity is that you weren't ready to step up to before. And better yet, mm-hmm. you have the confidence to create your own opportunities, which is really, really empowering. Yes. Amen to that. That's fantastic. Yeah. outstanding yeah. advice. And, and hopefully that speaks to everyone. Well, thank you, Carol. I do appreciate you coming by today. Um, thank you everyone for joining us today. Uh, if you want to find out more about how you can take charge of your career, visit our website, marefeld.com or reach out to us on LinkedIn. And please like and share this content if you found it helpful. Referrals are our favorite form of compliment. Mm -hmm. We hope you have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Mm